Good evening. Who here has heard of Gary Chapman's The Five Languages of Love? For those who have not heard of The Five Languages of Love, I would encourage you to Google them, and if you are married or in a relationship, I invite you all to take the inventory and share your love language with each other. Now, for those of us who have not heard of the five languages of love, allow me to share them with you all in the terms of my, one of my favorite beverages, coffee. For a person whose love language is affirmation, when they give you a cup of coffee, tell them, this co your coffee is delicious. For someone whose love language is acts of service, brew them a delicious cup of coffee and say, I made coffee for you. If your significant other's love language is receiving gifts, then treat them to a cup of coffee saying, here's a coffee for you. My wife's love language is quality time, so I would say to her, my love, let us go get coffee together. Finally, for a spouse whose love language is physical touch, hold them like you will hold a hot cup of coffee on a cold day. <laughs> so what do the five languages of love have to do with the acrostic Christ, C-H-R-I-S-T, that we have been listening to during this message series on discipleship all these past few weeks? Well, we can return God's love for us and show our love for him by living out the acrostic Christ in our lives to help us grow as disciples of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Let us review. C is for community, and we encourage everyone to participate in faith-sharing small groups to help us experience the Christian community. Jesus said that when two or more are gathered, he is present in their midst. So when we gather, God is physically present with us and we with him. H is for holiness, and we encourage everyone in their faith journey to grow in their faith with a robust prayer life, especially spending time in the presence of our Lord in adoration. God desires to spend quality time with us so that we offer him that time in prayer. That is how we grow in holiness. R is for retreat, and we encourage everyone to attend at least one retreat a year. As a deacon, I attend the annual Deacons and Wives Retreat in the summer with my wife, Teresa, and in a couple weeks here, I will be attending the annual Deacon Retreat. Like with community, when we go on retreats, we are physically present with God and our brothers and sisters in Christ. Then, during this Mass last Saturday, Father Michael gave a wonderful homily on I and encouraged everyone here to invest in our parish through service. Our after Mass, everyone here had the opportunity to discover how we can each serve our parish as liturgical ministers. These acts of service helps us to build up the kingdom of God in a very tangible way right here at our beloved parish of St. Albert the Great. So that was the recap. 
Which brings us to this week as we unpack the S in Christ. S is for share, specifically sharing our Catholic faith with others, starting with our domestic church, our family, and rippling outward from there. Now, sharing our Catholic faith with others should not come as a surprise to any one of us, because as baptized Catholics, our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ commissioned each one of us, priests, prophets, and king, to go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them all that he has commanded us to share. During the baptism class that I taught on Tuesday evening, I reminded the parents and the godparents of their baptismal calling and shared with them this quote from Dr. Edward Shree. In the Reborn series on form.org, Dr. Shree said, the work of the church cannot be accomplished by priests alone. All of us need to answer the clarion call of our baptism to take up our part in the mission of the church. We're not mere bystanders in the unfolding work of God. We are soldiers and servants, priests, prophets, and kings. This is not, our, not just our deepest identity. This is our mission. What better way to affirm our faith and trust in God and our love for Jesus than to share our Catholic faith with others. It is as easy as clicking on the share button and sharing our social media posts by St. Albert the Great, or sending a text or an email to family members or friends with daily prayers or devotions, etc. Let us use, let us be instruments of peace and joy by using the technology available to us to spread faith, hope, and love to counter the darkness in the world. In today's gospel acclamation, it reads, I have chosen you from the world, says the Lord, to go and bear fruit that will remain. That, my sisters and brothers in Christ, is what gives our lives purpose and it, what it means to be a disciple of Jesus Christ, to go and bear fruit that remains. If we say that we love God, but we do not share his love and mercy with others, then do we love him with all our heart, mind, and soul? If we say that we are Christians, but we do not share our Catholic faith with others, then are we authentic disciples of Christ. If we say that we are Catholics, but we do not speak truth with love, then are we living our faith boldly. The call to discipleship challenges us because as disciples of Christ, we cannot be mere bystanders. Believe me, I'm not telling you how you should live out your Catholic faith. I am, however, sharing with you what Jesus said to Peter. Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of John, do you love me more than these? 
Peter answered him, Yes, Lord, you know that I love you. Jesus said to him, Feed my lambs. Jesus said to him a second time, Simon, son of John, do you love me? Peter said to him, Yes, Lord, you know that I love you. Jesus said to him, Tend my sheep. Jesus said to him a third time, Simon, son of John, do you love me? Peter said to him, Lord, you know everything. You know that I love you. Jesus said to him, feed my sheep. Like Peter, we show Jesus that we love him when we share our Catholic faith with others and live our faith boldly, authentically, and in a tangible way. If we do not bear fruit, then as Jesus tells us in today's gospel, the kingdom of God will be taken away from us and given to a people that will produce its fruits. Finally, the Diocese of Austin has identified this Sunday as Deacon Sunday to foster diaconal vocations in the diocese. As you may know, I was ordained in 2019 along with 30 brothers in diaconal formation, including Deacon Dan Lenachek, and here visiting with us today, Deacon Scott Dillon. Since then, the class of 2022 ordained 16 men, and the next ordination class currently has 14 men in formation. We certainly need more men to discern the diaconate. Men, why should you discern if God is calling you to life as a deacon in service of God and his church through word, liturgy, and charity? Here is my answer. Do it for the retirement plan. <laughs> Working for God does not pay much some days the hours are long, and you often have to work nights and weekends. But his retirement plan is heavenly, the salvation of souls, not only ours, but those who lead God to men and others to God. So why did I want to become a deacon? This is what I wrote on my application for the Akron Formation Program back in March 27, 2013. My motivation to become a deacon stems from my desire to, one, have a more personal and intimate relationship with God, and two, to use the gifts and talents that God has blessed me with to help others grow in their relationship with God. This statement was true back then. It remains true today. The three years that the disciples spent traveling with Jesus was time spent in relationship and intimacy with Jesus through prayer. To allow Christ to help them discern God's will for them to learn everything that Jesus had to teach them, and then to die to their old selves so that they can become who Jesus needed them to be.
to serve the people of God in word, liturgy, and charity. This, my sisters and brothers in Christ, is five years of diaconal formation in a nutshell. It starts and ends with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And when we follow the acrostic Christ, it will put on us on the right path as discipleship of Christ, and in particular, our desire to share the gospel message and teachings what the church holds as truth with others. That, my sisters and brothers in Christ, is how you know that Christ is calling you or a man in your life to life as a deacon for Christ's church and for God and his people. Amen.